Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this episode about the book What You're Going to Do With That Duck by Seth Godin. Keep listening to find out more about the importance of being human, caring more than your competition and just shipping. You're listening to Steph's Business Bookshelf, doing the reading so you don't have to. Welcome back. And before we kick off this week, I wanted to tell you about the exciting new Facebook group that I've started to support the podcast. The Facebook group is really to make this more of a two-way conversation. I'd love to hear about what you're reading at the moment, what your three biggest takeaways are from the books you're reading, your favorite quotes, and also if you're looking for more inspiration about certain topics on what to read or what book to read next, particularly with summer holidays or winter escapes coming up, depending on which hemisphere you're in. I really wanted to create more of a community about this, more of an online book club. So the link to the Facebook group is in the show notes as usual and in the little podcast player show notes. So you should be able to click on your podcast player details and get the link so you can join that now. So click on the link and join in the conversation. I'd love to hear from you and particularly from some of the listeners around the world. When I look at the podcast player, it shows me where everyone has been listening from and it's awesome to see all the different countries. So it'd be great to have a multinational two-way conversation. As usual, before we dive into the three big ideas I took from the book, What You're Going to Do with That Duck by Seth Godin, a little bit about the author and the book. Now, if you haven't heard of Seth Godin, where have you been? So a little bit about Seth. Seth is an author, entrepreneur, and most of all, a teacher. In addition to launching one of the most popular blogs in the world, he's written 18 best-selling books, count them, that's a lot, that include The Dip, Lynchpin, Purple Cow, Tribes, What to Do When It's Your Turn, and It's Always Your Turn. And of course, this book, What You're Going to Do With That Duck. Though renowned for his writing and speaking, Seth has also founded two companies, Squidoo and Yoyodyne, which was later acquired by Yahoo. By focusing on everything from effective marketing and leadership to the spread of ideas and changing everything, Seth has been able to motivate and inspire countless people around the world. As a side note, Seth also has a number of courses that he offers, both on Udemy, but also through his own website and, and portals. I basically want to do all of them because I love Seth's work and his messaging and what he stands for. More on that as we talk about the book. In 2013, Seth was one of just three professionals inducted into the Direct Marketing Hall of Fame. In an astonishing turn of events, in May 2018, he was inducted into the Marketing Hall of Fame as well, and he might be the only person in both. And that was all taken from Seth's website, sethgodin.com. Link is in the show notes. A little bit about the book. Getting your ducks in a row is a fine thing to do, but deciding what you are going to do with the ducks is a far more important issue. Collected here in this book are six years of Seth's best, most entertaining and most poignant blog posts, plus a few bonus eBooks. From thoughts on how to treat your customers to telling stories and spreading ideas, Godin pushes us to think smarter, dream bigger, write better and speak more honestly. Highlights include a marketing lesson from the apocalypse, No, everything is not going to be okay. Organise bravery. Choose your customers, choose your future. Paying attention to the attention economy and bandits and philanthropists. Seth writes to get under our skin. He wants us to stand up and make something remarkable outside of the standards which the industrial system that raised us. This book is made for dipping into again and again and what you're going to do with this duck is a classic for fans both old and new. So as that intro mentioned, this is a collection of blog posts, thoughts and articles. So it isn't necessarily a book you would sit down and read cover to cover. It's also quite big, so you probably wouldn't sit down and read it cover to cover anyway. But the point is that it is, some of the articles are really, really short. Sometimes Seth's blogs and posts are a paragraph. 
if not a little bit less, a couple of lines, a, a kind of almost a passing thought or a provocation, which makes it a really easy book because you can just dip in and out, you can read it different times, and you can actually read it alongside other books, which is what I've done and what I did with this book was I just dipped in and out of it at different points when actually that was the kind of thing I wanted to read was a short bit of insight or inspiration rather than necessarily a few chapters. That said, whilst it is a collection of six years worth of writing, which across ooh, yeah, a bit of a span of different topics and thoughts, and obviously quite changing different times as well in that period that he was writing this, there were, I noticed, a number of different trends. And the book is actually collected into a few different chapters, which have some rough or loose themes. But as I read and as I kept reading, and whilst I really enjoyed it, there was really a couple of clear themes which came out, which leads me to... The three lessons that I took. So here are the three big ideas that I took from the book What You're Gonna Do With That Duck by Seth Godin. Big idea number one is just ship. And that's ship, S-H-I-P, just in case anyone has misheard me and my dogsit British tones. This is moving past the idea of perfectionism. This is very much about progress, not perfection. It's about putting things out that are not done. They are not perfect. And I was watching a video which was a marketing video for the Alt NBA, which is a course that Seth offers. And a lot of the people were talking about the fact that it really forces you that every 72 hours or every 48 to 72 hours, you are shipping something, you are putting an article out, you are moving forward, even if you are not necessarily 100% happy with that product as it is. He was very much the pioneer necessarily, but a big advocate of minimum viable product, just getting things done, learning, iterating, moving as you go. The process, he says that it's the process that's important, not necessarily the final finished perfect product. This is also about just doing the work and getting it done because those two things and, and shipping things and just getting things out and just by ship, it's very much a catch-all phrase so it might be posting if you've got articles if you're more in the knowledge economy rather than necessarily physical products that you're putting on a boat or a ship or a plane to get out places this is about just putting things out into the world and getting better seth like i said is a is a real proponent of that and every single day for a number of years and a long time now he has been posting and writing every single day because it's all about just shipping just getting things out even if it is a couple of lines at a time This is something I do remind myself and come back to this idea of just ship it. When I'm stuck on something, when I'm focusing too much on perfection, when I'm getting kind of stuck in my own head, I do think about this and think just ship it. Just get the thing out. Big idea number one, just ship. Big idea number two I love, which is be human, be different. There's a huge focus in all of Seth's writing, his courses, in in all the things he does. And obviously he is a marketer, but this is very much around connection. It's about caring more than the competition, really caring and micro-niching. If you read or watch some of his stuff that is Marketing 101, it is understanding exactly who you are talking to and what change you want to see in them. And not just that, but what change do they want to see in themselves? It's about getting so close to the customer and really thinking in in micro niches who you are talking to, what what matters to them, what doesn't matter to them, what do they like about themselves, the situation, the product, the service, whatever it is that you're marketing. It's about standing out and being remarkable. 
he's got this huge thing about challenging status quo and especially education you read you see that very quickly and very clearly in a lot of his content around challenging the education model and the way that we are taught not just from an education perspective but when we go into organizations to color inside the lines and that's not okay he sees this lack of everyone using their potential and that everyone has this limitless potential and this infinite potential but it is not being tapped into because we're too busy adhering to the rules and coloring inside the lines and working in organizations which aren't designed for us to do what we could do and create what we could create so you see this energy around remarkableness and being remarkable and that can be standing out from a brand perspective and Seth again creates that quite well with his bold head and his colorful glasses and usually a funky tie which he is really well known for so it's about standing out and sometimes in a in a physical way but also just thinking about using your brain to stand out, using your brand to stand out, using your product, your service. What is it you stand for and how can you stand out? This is how you create that differentiation with customers to create tribes, to create different connections and ongoing conversations beyond just the norm, which is accepted. And there's a lot of apathy around. As you hopefully can tell, this is something that really resonates with me and I love the concept of it. There's a quote that I pulled out of the book, which I, which really almost make my skin tingle, which is when you hire amazing people and give them freedom, they do amazing stuff. And the sheepwalkers, which is the name he gives to people who are sheep and sleepwalkers, sleepwalkers and sheep, and their bosses just watch and shake their heads, certain that this is just an exception. And how many times have we seen that? And maybe you're one of those people. Maybe you are one of those amazing people who, given a bit of freedom, could do something incredible, could do something remarkable, but you're too busy being forced and penned into coloring in lines. And one of the big fears I have personally on for myself, but also for others that I know are brilliant, is that they become that sheepwalker. They become just what's gone before and, and lose that idea of the infinite potential that they could be providing elsewhere in the world or in their organization. So that was big idea number two, be human, be different. Big idea number three is that consistency is key. This links a little bit to number one around just ship. And like I said, everything that Seth talks about really does come down to the idea of consistency, especially when paired with connection. So consistency and being really consistent, getting stuff done, shipping almost daily, doing something, moving things forward, getting better but also connection. So connection with audience, connection with your people, your tribe, those around you. A lot of this is as well about overcoming the fears because they're probably not that bad. They're not real. or They're not as bad as not doing the thing. And actually not doing the thing should be the bigger fear rather than doing it and failing in inverted commas or getting it wrong or not getting it perfect. Consistency is also how you get good. And I'm quite an impatient person and I often will be guilty of looking around people who are 10, 15, 20 years further into their careers than I am and feeling behind or guilty or bad or whatever that I'm not in that same position or I've not done enough. Looking at Seth though, I feel really inspired a lot of the time that actually the consistency has paid off. Like he is so well regarded and renowned in his field and that has come from, I don't know how many years now, probably 30 odd years I think is is from what I read, of him being super consistent, getting better. That deliberate practice idea. So it kind of comes back to some of the ideas in things like Cal Newport's book around so good they can't ignore you and deliberate practice and those ideas. 
there's a link to that in the show notes for if you haven't listened to that episode yet if you like this you'll probably like that episode too and just seeing how far he's come and, and the results the ideas the way he thinks the way he operates is a real inspiration because like i said that has come over time and by that real deep practice in his field so big idea number three is consistency is key and my big lesson there is around patience and doing the work so a quick recap The three big ideas I took from the book, What You're Gonna Do With That Duck by Seth Godin. Number one, just ship. Number two, be human, be different. And number three, consistency is key. So there we go. If you have read this book, or if you've read any of Seth's other books, let me know, I'd love to hear from you. Join the Facebook group, you can sign up really easily following the link in the show notes. And let me know what you thought of the episode. And if you've got any favourite Seth Godin quotes, I would particularly love to hear from those. Share those in the Facebook group too. Otherwise, in the meantime, happy reading.